Alright, welcome back to that scheming robot number 10. We hit the double dig mark. That's double digits for those that do not know my slang. And you know what? I can't believe we made it. Actually, I can believe we made it because we are just speeding along and nothing wrong with that. We are on number 10. That's more than 9. 9 was a monumental episode by itself, but we're on episode 10. That's a huge deal. That's as huge as we. Landed on the moon. Just kidding. Probably not that monumental. But let's just go with like the formation of Tenacious D. Jack Black, Kyle Gass, anyone? Fans? Alright. I love them. They're great. I love their comedy. I wouldn't mind another Kung Fu Panda movie. He is great in those. But let's get back to his bread and butter of Tenacious D. I, I read somewhere that he is working on a new Tenacious D movie. I'm pumped for that. I will... Talk about it probably in a future podcast, but we'll go with that. Anyways, what are we covering today? We're covering a little bit of everything. So, you got gaming, you got entertainment, you got life of, life events, you got stories. Just a bit of everything. Kind of like little bite-sized nougats. I think that's a fancy word for special chocolate or prestigious chocolate. I don't know. I'm making it up. Look it up. I don't know. Let's look it up right now, actually. And in case you actually are wondering, I am actually typing on the computer. I'm going to look up Nougat. Let's see what uh, the internet says. Okay, Nougat, N-O-U-G-A-T, a candy made from sugar or honey, nuts, and egg white. So, it is a confection made of sugar or honey, roasted nuts, whipped egg whites, and sometimes chopped candied fruit. So, it's just a, a bunch of awesome. That's what it is. So, we're going to give you bite-sized nougats of awesome today in this episode. And let's kick it off. So, today was kind of a big day. It, Yeah, it's Thursday. It's June 14th. But today marked a very important day. That's impacted me. It's also kind of a double holiday it's one today was my dad's birthday he would have been 68 today and upcoming this weekend is father's day so uh you know to all the dads out there and fathers thank you for raising us you guys rock it's not an easy job at all being a dad and in the most part i'm i'm not one myself but i had one and had all explained he Unfortunately passed away six years ago, and he's left a big impact on my life. Still is around, and I just, you know, I try to stay optimistic knowing that he's watching over me and my mom and my family and all my friends and, you know, just trying to guide me throughout whatever I'm doing. But I'm, I'm going to not kind of weigh down the whole audience out there with the heavy stuff. Just all you need to know is my dad was an awesome dude. He has heavily influenced a lot of what I am today, why I'm so eccentric at times and creative, and I just need to get that stuff out there. And it's because of him that I have this spark of creativity. I don't know what it is. Like, I can make things. They're not always great, but I just want to get them out there. And I'll go more into that later, like actually later in the podcast, but... I just want to say verbally thank you, Dad. You've helped me grow a lot and always remember you. So thanks 
happy birthday and happy Father's Day to everyone in the future you're welcome <laughs> anyways so about work yeah not a big fan of work it's the usual nine to five blah, blah, blah. no one cares okay well we'll skip all the boring stuff let's get to the juicy stuff like it's like when you eat a starburst and you crunch into it if you're not a starburst fan substitute it with your favorite candy no big deal okay in this case we're gonna use a starburst I'm a fan of them cool you bite into one and then the, just that, that stuff kind of just like you know it's good it's 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 those it's a liquidy thing I know it's like a taste of fruit I don't know how to describe it without making it seem like an implied innuendo but all you need to know is it's candy it's great it, it kind of gushes from this little square block or cube type thing it's pretty good or I might be thinking of gushers doesn't matter point is lots of flavor is surging in your mouth haha ha, innuendo caught myself there let's get out of the way let's go with that so these are the funny stories that you will care about and I'm gonna tell from work so first off uh, I'm gonna be extremely vague here <laughs> so my job's not a hundred percent exciting duh but there are some occasional things that happen. So one of them was, well, we're heavily populated by a bunch of dudes. There's, a, I would say, like a two-to-one ratio of the women to men there. So women outnumber, or not do not outnumber the men there, but the opposite. So when, uh, when that happens, there's like 40 guys, just roughly guesstimating here. And there's like maybe 20 girls that work in the building give or take uh so just whatever okay who cares about numbers i don't anyways so we all have to share bathrooms women get a bathroom men get a bathroom understandable respectable one thing i would highly stress to everyone is please for the love of whatever you believe in read about hygiene come on just basic essentials please like i'm I don't know, you could classify me as a borderline germaphobe because I do wash my hands regularly. I take showers every day and stuff. It's just, please, just clean up after yourself. For the love of everything in this planet, be considerate of others. You're working with 40 other people plus the 20 other people that are with you. They're going to smell you. They're going to have to look at you. It's just, okay, anyways, let's cut to the punchline. So... You know, we're working, blah, blah, blah. Things are going great. Then we get a whole floor meeting. It, just a little bit more context. We work in a factory. We repair stuff. Fun stuff. Cool. Anyways, we work and... Out of nowhere, one of my higher-ups is like, Hey, let's, let's have a little chat. He didn't say that per se, but let's go with that. Let's have a little chat. And this is just for the guys. When, ladies, you may take an early break. Cool. Anyway, so he he does his, his talk, and essentially what it boiled down to is someone flushed the toilet, but decided instead of trying to plunge it and stuff, they did not do that. They decided, let's see how much toilet paper can fit down this little itty-bitty hole that's supposed to take all the waste. And guess what? It didn't work. It was a bad science experiment. So if you're thinking about... Doing that, don't do that. Please don't do that. <laughs>
So, needless to say, got kind of flooded. Boss checked it out, severely upset, which led to the talk, which led to resentment of an anonymous person that did this. Surely they felt guilty. Who knows? I don't know. Not fun. But it was interesting. It's just like, ah, oh, come on, dude. And when you're working with a bunch of people, again, please bathe, shower, clean yourself up, have some, have a little bit of pride in yourself, please. Just, just anything. If you're trying to attract the opposite gender, at the very least, that's like bare minimum to try to get their attention. Like, are you at least groomed? Do you have, if you have acne, clean that up. If you, you're not brushing your teeth, brush your teeth. If you smell like trash. Don't smell like trash. Clean yourself up, okay? Alright, I'm sorry I'm trying to lecture people here, but it's just... Uh, basic essentials. Anyway, so that was one story. So, there was another one where it's not so much of a... As elaborate as that one, but... Well, one day I was just... Kind of, uh... I guess that happened at work. And it was an acquaintance of mine, and then I guess I was waiting for him to do something, and then you just point out... You're weird. Like, okay. But, you know, I really got to thinking about that. It's like, I think it's okay to be weird because would you really want to be normal? I mean, if we were all normal, we all be the same. No personality, no depth, no dreams, no hopes, no visions of anything. Just we all be a cookie cutter copy of someone else or other of the same person right next to us. And that's just boring. That's just like a Fahrenheit 9... Fahrenheit 9-11. Not Fahrenheit 9-11, but Fahrenheit 451. Like, in that... In case you are unfamiliar with it, it's a dystopian, futuristic novel. In the future, everyone takes, like, pills to suppress their emotions. They're not allowed to read. Firefighter rebels, blah, 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 blah. Stuff happens. But the point is, everyone's just, like, this carbon copy of the other, and there's no... There's no livelihood to it. There's no life. And it's really boring. And again, it's it's okay to be weird. You can be weird. You can be different. You can love anime. You can love comics. You can love whatever you want. This is what makes life interesting. I mean, me, I'm, I'm an unabashed open nerd. Like, I love nerd stuff. Like, if you take a tour in my room, you'll have at least a couple pictures of video games and posters of movies and comics and whatever like that's okay that I've been more open with well back in my early days in like high school I kind of sort of suppressed it because I didn't want anyone to think oh he's such a weird but you know what as I get older it's like who really cares anymore it's if you love something just enjoy it I mean it's your passion it's your hobby it's what makes you come alive you know go for it so if you love anime with questionable takes on things, I mean, I might not be a fan of it, but go for it, you know? Um, if you like scuba diving, go scuba diving. Anyways, this isn't just a whole motivational thing. It's just, basically, the bottom line is do not suppress your own passions. Like, if you're passionate about something, go ahead and keep nurturing it. it it'll lead to great things. Let's go with that. So, okay. So, Bottom line, it's okay to be weird. You can be different. You are allowed to be different, and if you don't want to be different, assimilate, do whatever you want. You, your choice, you have free will, go for it. Okay, we're just going to shift gears a little bit. 
and then go on updates on projects. Novel. Writing a new chapter tonight. I will tease a little bit that it is about a character that's in support to one of the main characters. And her story. Haha. <laughs> or because I just gave away a little spoiler alert. It is a female. She's going to be linked to the antagonist of the storyline. So it'll be interesting. I have a lot of ideas that I've kind of bounced around with my friend at work. He's pretty cool. He gave me a lot of revision ideas for the main story and I'm thankful for that but I'll be writing it tonight see if I can get an excerpt up and running on my Facebook page perhaps or my other forms of media but speaking of that the podcast hasn't been recorded in a while this is more of like an intermediary episode until we can get another co-hosting thing going I do have Brian on schedule to come back on the show We'll probably generate some more ideas to see what we can fill our our time with on that. But in the meantime, I'll be more than happy to kind of entertain our audience with uh, whatever I'm whatever I've been doing. I mean, it's not the most exciting, but at the very least, you can kind of get a heads up on what I've been up to and if I've been super lazy or super productive. Let's go fast. Yeah. All right. So. I got the novel, the podcast. Podcast is going, as I mentioned before. Gonna work with Brian. You kind of get the gist. The biggest announcement of these past two weeks is I have a website now. FortisIdeas.com Not completely finished. That's okay. It's still a work in progress. It's kind of like sculpting something really, really great. Like, I don't know. It's a really cool vignette of like a video game scene i don't know whatever you want to call it but it's going to take time so consider it like a long-term investment like it'll slowly progress over the course of months but i have it for a year let's see what it, i can make gosh should have got some water <laughs> i heard it's kind of scratchy right now anyways so i got that it's www.fortis f-o-r-t-i-s I-D-E-A-S dot com. <coughs> Excuse me. If you're interested in that, feel free to check that out. I'll be updating it weekly. You'll be able to see my latest projects that I'm doing and many more cool stuff. So whenever I get it fully operational, I'll be able to switch out my weekly game reviews, any form of media, podcasts included, videos, and other side projects. So check that place out. You'll probably want to in the future because I'm really going to be focusing on that. Artwork. I've been kind of rusty lately in the artwork area. That needs to change. Let's see what I can do. I'll try to challenge try to challenge myself again to make more art. I don't know what it is. It'll be fan art, original art, whatever. Whatever it is, it'll be posted. Guaranteed. Okay. So, let's move on to the big thing that happened this, this week. Sorry. <coughs> Gosh dang it. Sorry, everyone. But hey, this is like an authentic podcast. I'm literally recording it as I go. Okay, anyways, the big thing that happened this week is e freaking 3 Tres, amigos, okay? What is it? Big conference show of all the major players in the gaming industry video gaming industry microsoft nintendo 
Sony. All of them. Then you got Ubisoft, Square Enix. Uh, Bethesda had a bad A conference showing their games. All the major third-party companies were there. What is it exactly? They're showing all the games coming up for next year, this year, and like beyond. Loved it. Okay, so let's just kind of go briefly over the highlights of all of them. Microsoft. I'm going to try to suppress my fanboyism here because, yes, I have an Xbox and I've been a big fan ever since. Like, my uncle kind of uh, mentioned it to me in the past. He's like, hey, don't get a PlayStation 2 just yet. Wait for this thing called the Xbox. Best decision ever. Anyways, okay. Objectively, as a gaming journalist, I will say Microsoft had a pretty strong conference. They showed us 18 exclusives. 50 games, and that means that 18 exclusives are, like, published by first-party companies from Microsoft. That doesn't mean, like, it's exclusive to the Xbox. It's also for the PC or crossplay, whatever you want to call it. And they also showed 50 games with trailers. Shiny new trailers, so... <coughs> I really need to drink some water. This is bad. But anyways, let's just knock this out and drink all the water I want anyways so Microsoft comes swinging with a freaking Halo Infinite trailer yes Halo has been beaten to death and you know what I grew up with it I love the story and lore in the novels I'm excited for it we'll see what happens everyone kind of complained about Halo 5 saying well you added this other character and we didn't even get to play as the Master Chief that much well guess what they listen and they're Shifting the focus over to the Master Chief again, which they should have done in the first place. Thank you for listening. I have no idea what it's going to be about, but I do know that CG trailer was nice and shiny. It didn't really reveal anything at all other than the title, and eventually it's going to come out and they're working on it. And they did confirm it's to continue the story Halo 5. Okay, I'll go off that. <laughs> okay. They also mentioned three pairs of Gears games, so Gears of War 5, Gears of War Pop, and Gears of War Tactics. Tactics is like XCOM, turn-based on the computer, have squads, different weapons, fighting enemies, whatever. Pop is like a mobile game. Think of the pop vinyls that pretty much populate everywhere. I have several of them on my bookshelf, to be exact. Ready Player One, Supernatural, Fallout, and some others. And that's it. It's like a mobile game. We really don't know what else about it. Much else about it, Other than it's supposed to look kind of kid-friendly. Even though it's based off like an ultra-violent third-person action game. Yay! Right? Kidding. Anyways. So they got that. They mentioned their Forza. They mentioned some other stuff. But the really cool thing about them is they announced that they uh, bought five studios to make first party games i thought that was neat undead labs there's one uh, headed up by the former one of the former members of uh crystal dynamics the guys who developed uh rise of the tomb raider the tomb raider reboot from a couple years ago so that's got some good credibility got a japanese company that they produced uh hellblade setsuna i believe i don't know if i butchered that let's it up exactly 
bear with me real quick audience hmm one moment I'm actually typing on the thingy Uh, I'm not kidding. Okay, hold on one second. Actually, you know what? All you need to know is that they made this cool game called Hellblade a while back and people loved it. I haven't played it yet. It looks cool. I'll probably check it out. Knowing a little bit about it, it I think it primarily focuses on like some type of narrative story with uh, dealing with depression. Feel free to correct me about that and, you know... Uh, chime in if you if you want. You're welcome to respond to this commentary. So Sony is up. I would have to say I wish they had more stuff. I wasn't not impressed because they had Last of Us 2, Ghost of Tsushima. Yes, please. <laughs> and Spider-Man, the new game that's coming out. Yeah, that was great. And I was absolutely relieved. But they also showed us some cool stuff like Death Stranding. I'm convinced that Kojima is... Maybe out of his mind. But you know what? I trust him. I like him. So whatever he's building with Norman Reedus, it, I think it's going to be good. It's At the very least, it's going to be entertaining for at least a weekend play. So we'll see what happens. I don't know anything at all that's going on in the trailer. He's in a spacesuit. He's talking to some lady. There's some shadows walking around. I don't know what's going on. He has like a little baby and like a fetus thing. It's like talking to him. It grows in a little satellite. I sound like a madman describing a really vague trailer. If you're really interested in it, just look up the game Death Stranding by Kojima Productions. You'll see exactly what I mean. There's even a trailer breakdown somewhere, I'm sure, on YouTube where they break down exactly what is going on so you're not completely in the dark and scratching your head the whole time like an idiot. Kind of like me. So I would suggest go check that out if you're interested. Either way, it should be good. Kojima is a great guy at developing all this stuff and his ideas are always way out there i recently just got a uh, metal gear solid 5 one of his last games with his company before he split off and it is intense i mean yes i got it for free because games are gold yeah but i'm enjoying it so far and i've been switching off between that and state of decay 2 which i absolutely love and i've been playing every night which i'll probably hop on after this haha <laughs> Anyways, so, kind of jumping back to the Microsoft conference a little bit. This isn't even first party, but one game, two games, actually, three. Okay, I'm lying. Fallout 76, we're getting multiplayer. Don't know how that's going to work. It's happening. They already announced it. Yes. Two, Dying Light 2, sequel, announcement. Yes. Loved it, loved it, loved it. If you don't know what it is, Dying Light is hardcore parkour. That's what all the cool kids call it. Running around a fictional country, possibly influenced by Turkey in real life. Running around, fighting zombies. Zombies are powered up at night. They're chasing, they're screaming at you. You have to run around and survive. Really fun. They're making a second one. Super pumped. I don't know where it's taking place exactly. It looks like the same surroundings. I don't even know you're the same dude named Crane. Who was working for like a sort of relief organization from the government. I don't know. But anyways, it looks fun. 
It changes up a lot of stuff. They even said that your choices directly impact the environment. Looking forward to that. And last but not least, the surprise left field out of nowhere announcement. Well, I sort of saw it coming a little bit, but I'm still happy. Cyberpunk 2077. I said that really was Cyberpunk 2077. Let's go with that. In case anyone has no idea what the heck I'm talking about, it is a game developed by the guys who made the Witcher series. They have great credibility, CG, CD project, but I think they're Poland based, and they know how to do RPGs. Like, play any of the Witcher games, they know their stuff. Ugh, they're great. Anyways, so they're making a game that's open world, first person RPG. And it's called Cyberpunk 2077. Think of it as like a love child between Blade Runner, Altered Carbon, and like Fifth Element. It's all of that cool futuristic cyber stuff kind of blended in the one. And yeah, that's what it is. You'll be playing as a character named V. He or she, whichever gender you choose, is like a, like a mercenary or something. You get to take on jobs and you do them as you want. Of course, there'll be gunplay, you can make different upgrades, there's romantic subplots, you can actually romance people. It's kind of cool. I will. I am looking highly forward to this. It is on like the top of my list of stuff I really want to play. So please give us a release date, or at least estimation of when it's coming out, CD Projekt. I would love you guys forever, still do. So, I'm <laughs> looking forward to that. Um, Nintendo announced a lot of other things. They have a collaboration with this thing called Starlink. It's like a interactive toy game. Uh, toy game. It, what I mean is like there's model toys of like these little space riders. You put them on your controller and you can upgrade them throughout the game. They also have like a cool Star Fox crossover where you get like an actual replica of the Arwing, the infamous uh, fighter that you get in the Star Fox games. And you little action figure Star Fox. So that's pretty cool. I think it's exclusive to the Switch, but the game Starlink, I believe, is multi-platform, PS4, PS PC, and Xbox One and Switch. So we will go with that. Looks pretty cool. I might give it a shot later and we'll just kind of go from there. Okay, moving on. That, I think, about wraps up E3. Uh, they did have other conferences. Square Enix had theirs. Kind of disappointed. They didn't mention anything at all about the Avengers game project that they're working on. They just showed us like a little teaser last year. Uh, Thor's hammer, Captain America's shield, and Iron Man's like gauntlet. And just like cool little flashes of like really focused like pictures or little vignettes. They were just like little motions. But they did not show us anything else. No information, no release date, no genre, no nothing. Just eh. Uh, Rocksteady was rumored this year, guys who did Arkham Knight, uh, Batman, Arkham Asylum, and Arkham City. They were rumored this year to work, that they're working on a Superman game, and it's going to tie into a Justice League game, which would be rad. Showed us nothing this year. Their response was, we have nothing yet to show, and we are sorry that you're disappointed, but when the time is right, we will show it. Cool. EA had their conference, more Battlefield stuff, Battlefield 5. Kind of mixed emotions about that. I've never really been a big Battlefield person myself, but hey, if you like it, cool. If you don't, eh. Battlefront 2 content is coming to Clone Wars. 
Honestly, after that microtransaction debacle, not a huge fan. But I may give it a try if the price kind of goes down a little bit. Eh. Okay. And they showed Anthem, and I think the funniest thing of the whole conference of theirs was they interviewed uh, Vince Zampella? Zampanella. Let's look this up. Let's see if Google can help me out. Okay, Vince Zampella. So he formerly worked at Infinity Ward, the guys who created uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare. But then they had a little disagreement with Activision or the company that worked with Infinity Ward. And then they split off and they made their own studio, Respawn Studios. Their first major game was Titanfall. Now they are contracted to work on a Star Wars game, and it is called Star Wars Fall of the Jedi, I believe. Uh, let's see. Yeah, okay, let me just confirm. Okay, Star Wars Fall of the Jedi. So, what it is... Gosh darn, I'm not looking for the fan film. I like type it in Google and say, oh, check this out, it's like a fan film, dude. Yeah, it's like totally legit. Okay, hold on. Bear with me, audience, please. Thank you very much. Hope you're... Okay, called F Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order, and it follows the gap between Episode 3 and 4, Revenge of the Sith and A New Hope. You are a Padawan that survives Order 66, executed by Emperor Palpatine, and you're trying to survive. So if anyone that's... Just thought, what the heck are you talking about for the past, like, two seconds? Ember Palpatine, bad dude, had the clone troopers uh, turn on their Jedi generals, shot them all. Some of them made it, some of them did not. Some of them de defected, actually. I was proud and surprised by that, and there we are. The only thing they really did is they went up to him and was like, Hey, you got that Star Wars game, right? He's like, yeah, it's, uh, it's called this, it's about this, you get to use a lightsaber... And it's coming out holiday 2019. Really? That's it? Okay, it must be like in super pre-alpha mode to like show nothing. Like, you know, a little sizzle trailer would be good. Like, come on, marketing 101. Like, we as the audience want something to uh, <laughs> kind of bite-size on. I'm just chuckling because like when I typed it in Google, there's... A thing that popped up immediately. It's called Jedi Fallen Order. How did not to reveal a game? And it's like, that's exactly what they did. They didn't reveal at all. Or maybe it's like the best marketing tactic ever. Who knows? Anyways, they're making a game. That's really the only thing I'm looking forward to. But other than that, not that much. Um, Ubisoft did good. Division 2. Beyond Good and Evil 2. Joseph Gordon-Levitt showed up on the stage. And it's like... I got a thing where you can, like, record yourself doing whatever and, well, appropriately anyways, and any slot type of artwork you could submit and we'll throw it in the game. I really don't know how that's going to work out. It's a great premise and it's innovative, but we'll just kind of have to see how it works as time falls. But Beyond Good and Evil 2, I didn't really play the first one, to be honest, but... It looks fun. It's like a futuristic, like, action game. So, I might go for it. 
Okie dokie, I think that's pretty much E3. Nintendo kind of topped everybody out with, uh, hey, we're announcing a new Smash Brothers and the Pokemon announcement they made before, which there's like an Eevee version, a Pikachu version. They're essentially semi-reboots of the original games, but you have your Switch, you actually can integrate it with your Pokemon Go on your phone and transfer them out. It's really cool. I, I give them props for using the technology they've created beforehand, just linking it together and just makes their job easier, it makes it more fun. Anyways, and you can actually like furl your controller, not literally, but have that motion to capture Pokemon and it looks pretty fun, not gonna lie. Kinda wish I had a Switch, but I'll just try it later. So they have that and then Smash Brothers is like their big thing. I'll probably look at other details of uh, different games that they mentioned later, but those two were the ones that really caught my eye. So Smash Brothers, I'm going to look up the official title really quick. Smash Bros. I think it's called Smash Bros. Ultimate. And supposedly it has every single Smash Brothers character ever created shoved in that game. That is a lot. <laughs> and it'll be on the hybrid console of the Switch, which will be even more interesting because it's so mobilized. You can just pick it up and go wherever you need to. So there you go. <laughs> so yeah. Smash Bros. is a big ding. Big, big ding. Yeah, it was a ding in my truck. I don't have a truck. It was a big thing that was announced for their conference, and I give them props. So Sony, Microsoft, and Nintendo, well done. I was entertained. Thank you for announcing things that will make my wallet cry. Let's kind of go from there. Alright, so... I'm just kind of kind of ended on, I wish... That we could have seen other surprises from the big three, like a release date on Days Gone. They did show more Kingdom Hearts 3. They didn't make a uh, release date for that. That's good. Uh, Last of Us 2. Wish we had a release date. Just more original IPs. I welcome that. Because we need originality as much as we can in the era of copycats and reboots. I'm looking at you. Bethesda, even though you still have my money. <laughs> uh, speaking of original IPs, they are working on a space exploration game. It's probably going to be open world and RPG, knowing their credibility. I'm looking forward to it. They said they've been working on it for a while. And it's the first one in like 25 years, supposedly, that they claim. Anyways, I'm game. It's called Starfield, and who knows when it will come out. Okay, it's kind of switching gears here. So I wish... At the very least, we get a future announcement about a new Splinter Cell or a new Fable game for Xbox. That'd be kind of cool. Um, for Sony, I wouldn't mind if they came back and made an infamous game. Like a, another one, like new character, new dynamics, new story. Maybe like a prequel or a sequel. I mean, if they'd already done this, cool. But, you know, it's a nice, rich universe. They could work with that. And, hello, can we get a new Sunset Overdrive game? I mean, Sucker Punch... Or, who was it that worked on it? Um, let me look. I have the game. I should know this. <laughs> it was a fun, quirky little game, but it didn't get a sequel yet. Insomniac. Okay, Insomniac originally was like a, a PlayStation exclusive like company that they only made uh, PlayStation games. But then they decided, let's make this project, Sunset Overdrive. Microsoft contracted them to do it. It was announced in thirteen in 2013. Came out in 2014. It's a pretty fun game. It's kind of open world and there's a lot of cool stuff. It's kind of like a post-apocalyptic 
cyber not cyberpunk but just kind of a punkish feel to it and i i really enjoyed it unfortunately it's kind of been sitting in on the back burner for a while and hopefully they'll do something with it again so it'd be kind of cool if they're like hey there's there's a lot of attention for this. We should probably uh, recognize that people want to see more of this. Okay. And a new Fable would be cool. And Splinter Cell, they kind of tease us in the Ghost Recon Wildlands DLC with being able to play as uh, Sam Fisher or teaming up with him. And I really wish they would have led to more. And Division 2 looks cool because it's in Washington, D.C. New, new area. So we'll go off that. I'm going to end the podcast, even though I feel like I've kind of dragged on forever with, uh, let's go of this. Go after your dream. I don't, okay, let me elaborate, okay? You can work a nine to five job, that's fine. If you're happy with that, by all means, you go for it. But I I hung out with a good friend of mine today and we were just kind of talking, like we're both creatives. Like he loves making music and he loves writing and he loves doing other stuff, but he doesn't have time to just sit down and do this full-time, and I really wish he could, because it just, that's something that drives him to do, to do more, to better himself, and he's just happy, and he's enjoying it, like, I would love to do it that myself, I would love to leave my job, and just make content full-time, and just figure out ways to market it, and get people to check me out, and see what I'm doing, and how I can push myself to keep creating better, high-quality content, but I can't do that, so I have to work a nine-to-five, to support my life and to support my own goals and I'm what I'm saying now is no one that is listening to this podcast at all or in this world is doomed to live that life like you don't have to live a nine-to-five job if you want to go after something if you want to travel the world and go to Europe for a year and just backpack and meet people and just take in the sights or just see how many cows you can see on each farmland area go for it set a goal like plan a budget see who would like to go with you see what countries you want to go on calculate how much it's going to cost save up for that amount of time like this is all tangible stuff you can do it seriously me i i mean i'm yes i'm kind of weighed down by my nine to five job but i'm doing whatever i can to get myself out there and keep creating like i got my novel i got my podcast i got my website my artwork these things are pushing me to keep going and being creative because the instant i just stop that spark is gone and it'll take a while to get back but i always have it i need to create more and more and more because i need to better myself i need to improve i need to keep learning life is about learning and never stop learning like there's a good steve jobs quote it's like stay hungry and stay curious i believe uh let's double check why am I double-checking myself? Okay, stay hungry, stay foolish. That's what he meant. So he's like, stay hungry. Like, always try to learn and stay foolish. Like, just, you know, this is my own interpretation, but just keep making mistakes because you're going to better yourself. And then if you're better yourself, you're going to learn from your mistakes and then you can improve upon that. And then before you know it, you'll be like a pro at doing all these things that you attempted to do, even though you failed. So, hey, Why not go for it, right? So whatever it is you're looking for and whatever it is you want to pursue in life, I'd say go for it. I mean, it's really all about willpower. If you decide, I want to work out three days a week to like lose 20 pounds, you can do it. Just start eating right. Look it up on the internet. There's tons of resources. The internet is one of the most powerful tools 
of this century. Like, it, it just blows my mind how many people take it for granted. I take it for granted. Like, it's incredible. I could be talking to someone from New York or... I talked to a friend yesterday from Afghanistan who is deployed overseas, and it's this powerful tool. We can we use it as communication, but instead we have other stuff too that's not so useful. But it's an internet highway, highway. <laughs> it's an internet like information highway. We're exchanging ideas, information, pictures, videos, music, art, whatever, philosophies, ideas, expression. This is one of the most powerful tools that we have in our arsenal of whatever we're doing. And none of us are taking fully advantage of it. It's great. Like, this is how I'm marketing my stuff out there. And this is how you communicate with the world. You stay in touch with your friends, your family, people you care about. You get jobs, travel, whatever it is. The internet. It's a magical place. I wish it was the Oasis. Like, Ready Player One. Why am I plugging I don't know. It would be really cool, though. I'm going to end it on this note. Whatever you're doing, whether you're listening to my podcast or you're working out or you're eating healthy or you're wanting to travel, just, you know, go do it for yourself. Like, yes, you want to keep yourself happy, but you are not doomed to a 9-to-5 job, as I mentioned earlier. Life is more than just waking up, going to work, clocking in, putting in 9 hours, whatever clocking out, going home, being tired, maybe eating something, and then going to sleep and rinse and repeat, that you are not doomed to that. Life is more than that. Go go exploring. Go do something. Like, you really, honestly, I know I don't want to sound like one, one of those losers that says, YOLO, you only live once. It's true, though. You l- literally l- only live once. You have one life. Don't waste it. Go do everything you can. Meet people. Talk to strangers within safe reasons. Pet pet a cute puppy or a kitten. I don't know. Just do something. Do things that you normally are terrified of. The more you, you open yourself up, the more that you'll realize life is more... Life is great. I mean, not overall. Like, obviously we all have problems and things to deal with. But just, life is just magical and it's really what we make of it you know so thank you for listening i hope at the very least it can get you kick-started to start that next project of yours whether it's like writing a novel like seriously start a novel if you haven't like anyone can... just put down your ideas somewhere it doesn't matter if it's a journal or a blog podcast video something just if you have ideas write them down you're gonna forget my memory's bad so i have to write everything down And if I don't, I'll forget them. So write your ideas down. Get them out there. Share them with people. This is a great time and age to be alive because we can exchange ideas so freely for the most part. Take advantage of that while we all can. We don't know how long we all have and go with that, okay? I didn't mean to be so somber on this somber note. So how about keep kicking butt, get started on your projects, and keep on keeping on sounds really repetitive as a semi-grammar Nazi. (laughs) Anyways, um, thank you for tuning in and peace out.